Shabbat Shalom. Now the Emes is going to come to so we can go through all the things we've said before about what's not a Eitz, what's not a Dhamma, and we made it by default the Shalom. We already spoke about that. But what I want to talk about more is another interesting category of Shalom, and that is things where it's a question: Should we make any bracha? You know, there are a number of things which is a shayla of: um, Is there any bracha bichlal or no bracha? In other words, the default bracha is always going to be Shalom. But these are things where the other option would be that they don't need a bracha at all. So, Shulchan Aruch, and we're going to talk about uh, ten different cases of food, and we'll discuss in each one, is, does it need a bracha? So, if it needs a bracha, the bracha will be Shalom, or maybe it doesn't need a bracha at all. Okay, so the first thing, just to revise what we said previously, and that is, even when it comes to fruit and vegetables, but they weren't planted in order to be eaten. In other words, um, there are those fruits, vegetables, trees, herbs, whatever, which are cultivated to be eaten the way they are, that's all. The regular dinner of Eid Sa'adana. Then you get those things which a person wants to eat, they grow wild, they weren't cultivated, they weren't meant to be eaten. Things like that, they're not at Eid Sa'adana, they're going to be she'akol, as long as they're considered edible. If a person is eating something which isn't considered food, then there's no bracha. Why would be eating it? I don't know. Thinks it has some medicinal properties, or you're starving, whatever the case is. But it's not something which is normally edible, then it doesn't make a bracha on that. The second thing, the Gemara says a very interesting case. Normally, the bracha on bread, as we know in Samaritan, but the Gemara says pasture ipsha, which means bread which has started to go moldy, or tanshul from the skalkel, which means food which has started to go bad, it's like started to ferment, it's shako. Now, it depends how bad it is. In other words, something which is completely inedible, it's not completely rotten, completely moldy, whatever it's going to be, you eat it or get sick, there's no broth, it's not food anymore. But something which it's, uh, listen, if a person really wanted to, they could eat it, it's not great, right? But it's, uh, it's, it's still, he'll get away with eating it, you won't get sick. Something like that would be shakal, even bread. Even bread is normally a mighty, but the nice, it's spoiled bread, it started to, you see the little green spores already, it's starting to go moldy. Something like that is going to be shakal, if a person wants to eat it. Same thing, wine, which has soured and it's turned into like a wine vinegar. That's normally wine is a buffet, but once it's gone bad, once it's ruined, so then it becomes shako. Right. That's, uh, that's the first consideration. The food isn't edible. So the first thing I ask the last question. And then is that not edible because it's, it's too old, it's starting to spoil? What about a case of food which is ruined because I burnt it? I was frying chips and I wasn't washing what I was doing, so the chips got burnt. Or uh, something like that, which it should, if in its good state, it would be eight so I don't know, but the most I ruined it I, by the way I cooked it or overcooked it. Right? What about if I overspiced it? I didn't realize what I was doing, and I actually poured half a thing of pepper into the into whatever food it is. So right now it's not tasty anymore. So what's the case? In the, what's the halachic cases like that? Suppose you say, if it's just my personal preference, I don't like it because it's too well done, it's a bit crispy or dried out, or I don't like it because it's too salty or peppery or whatever else, sugary, whatever else I've done to it. That's not it. That's all the soup, same food it was. And you still make the right bracha on it, even though it's not my personal preference. But if it's ruined, to say that no one's going to eat it anymore. That, then it's considered ruined food. And that's okay. So if I did want to eat it, it would be a shelter. So, both, both examples. In other words, if I can't like, let's say, and um, talking about fruits or vegetables, the normal bracha would be eight side dhamma. Right? Let's talk about potatoes. So if I like uh, potatoes a certain way done, and for me they're too dry or too crispy or too burnt, or whatever it is, but most of our people don't like it like that. Some people like it more crispy. 
It's not done. It doesn't matter. My personal preference isn't going to make a difference. But if it's something which is like, it looks like a coal out of the barbecue, right? It's completely ruined. No one's going to eat it like that. So if I wanted to, I would still make a shakal. Then it would ruin it, lose its chashivas away was the reason when the traditional bracha is becoming shakal. Right. There's another bracha which we started to speak about last time. Let's talk about it again. There are lots of interesting applications. And then as we saw, what is bracha? What bracha would a person make in flour? They want to eat uh, holy flour, they want to eat uh, wheat flour, whatever it is. What's the bracha on flour? So it's interesting. Right? This is like you have the whole range. If you eat raw wheat seed, wheat, like you have the wheat kernels, a bracha would be adam. Um, if you grind into flour, the bracha is going to become shakal. Because like we said last time, something which is completely unrecognizable, this is the tachibus. So when I grind to the ground flour, it doesn't look anything like a wheat seed. So when I grind into flour, it's going to be shakal. I make it into a dough, it'll become a zonus. I make it into bread, it's going to become a moist. So we can go to the whole way to the range of bracha. Flour is therefore considered shakal. Now, if that's the case, this is a shayla which is, the halach has changed on this in the last 20, 25 years. What's the halach if I want to eat bread? Right? It's a health food or it's a dietary supplement, whatever, it didn't like bread. You get full, like, bread which is added to yogurts or bread which is people stomach it and cereal, whatever it's going to be. What's the name of bread? So that's an ikad after is bread shakum. It's not considered a vachashim, it's, it's considered the waste product of the wheat, it's like the husks of the wheat. Right? And therefore, we can make it bread should be shakum. But a lot of posts are talking about that because more and more bread is becoming something people want. Right? They're looking for bread. They're looking for whole grains, whatever it is, for multi grain, whatever it is. And therefore, that's the case. It's, 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 it's no longer a waste product. Maybe now it's in Nanika. Or in the halacha that says it's subin, it means bread is, is shakal. So a lot of posts say today it's a So if you're eating bread with something else, that you should make a broth on something else to be wet here. If you're eating bread by itself, then again, it's a sub. You find something else of the same. Or both options, which means in this case, uh, if it's raw bread, you don't need an adamant shakal. If it's uh, like a cooked bread, whatever it's going to be, you don't need a zanis shakal to be most of it, because otherwise you don't know exactly today if bread is the same status that I have in the Gemara says that bread is animal food, but no one eats bread. So today people do. So do you say? In this area, it's the same thing, because it's, uh, it's, because it's the same stuff. Now, if it's also got the grain, you know, it's wheat and grain, it's just they haven't, just left the whole thing together, they're not sure it will be, either Adam or Zen, depending on where it is. We're talking about the grain by itself. If something's made just out of the grain, so it'll be the suffer. Right. Yeah. There's something that's not kosher naked on that at all. We're not talking about it. It's not, but it's a separate kind of, we'll talk about it. Yeah. The oats? That's another type. Oats is the ikka thing. It's a different plant. So, yeah, one of the five grains of this. Uh, wheat, barley, spelled oats and rye. So oats is its own plant and for sure, that's what you guys said. And it's not that they used to feed it to animals? Uh, no, not really. It was, the liquid the, the there was the main the main uh, product of the oat plant, the oat seeds themselves, right? A kernel of the human food. Barley also, barley was pretty much animal food, even today. Right? But the man said, person wants to eat barley in the channels, whatever, because they don't have body soup, so then of course, it wants to make a human food, just like a broccoli. The idea of the bread was it's the byproduct of the wheat and therefore didn't have chashibas. Mashaenka, if you give me chashibas, it becomes like a Okay, that's it then as far as bread goes. Our next example, and this is one which is uh, interesting a lot, there are lots of applications, interesting ones. What is the blast of on water? So the halach, the Gemara says, Mishra says, that if a person drinks water because they're thirsty, they make shakal. Which means 
But one of the normal reasons to make a bracha on something, either because it satisfies you or because it tastes good. Right? You have two parameters in brachas. Number one is what you call it's masbia. Number two, that it's a taste. Two different parameters in brachas. When it comes to water, we don't have either of them. Right? It doesn't have a taste. And it doesn't satisfy. So when would you make a bracha on water? If you thirsty. Because then the hana you're getting from the water is the fact that you're thirsty and it quenches your thirst. Which means you only make a bracha on water if you're thirsty. But if you're drinking water when you're not thirsty, you don't make a bracha. Examples. Number one. Everybody thinks that when you have a sophic bracha, so make a shakal shunt, what's the big deal? Okay, get a bracha of water. Right? You aren't making anything better. You're probably making things worse. Because if you weren't thirsty, you definitely can't make a, a bracha on the water. Now, if it's flavored water, right, or something like that, then it's different because it has a taste. So I can make a bracha even if I'm not thirsty. But if I'm drinking plain water, whatever it is, unflavored, then I can only make a bracha from a thirsty. Same thing. If a person wants to swallow a medication, so they're taking water to put to get the medicine down. Or they have a bone stuck in their throat. They're swallowing water to force down something stuck in their throat. There's no bracha. It's not thirsty, and therefore there's, there's no bracha on drinking. Similarly, someone is giving a drush or whatever it is, and his throat gets dry, so he wants some water to, to so it can lubricate his throat. Again, it's not a hanar, he won't make a bracha on it. But if he feels thirsty, it's a different story. If it's just uh, like to, to help his uh, tongue talk, that's not considered a... Uh, that's not considered a tzarech. Also, if a person's told you're going out in Israel, you have to drink four cups of water to not get dehydrated or whatever it is, right? Or he thinks that if he doesn't drink, he's going to get a headache, so he wants to drink, so he's going to get a headache, or whatever the reason is going to be. Again, those aren't the reasons to make a bracha on water because in one of those cases, there's not a known drinking. It's, it's like a medical thing, it's to prevent me dehydrating, prevent me getting headaches, prevent me whatever else it's going to be. So therefore, they wouldn't make a bracha on it. Not satisfied. Are you thirsty? Yeah. Next case is the Vilnagon. Interesting. The Vilnagon Vaskans is that if a person is a little bit thirsty, right, so they take a sip of water, and that's, that's enough for them. And now, if they're going to drink the rest of the cup, just come out to waste the cup, so even though they have to make a bracha chronum because they wanted to drink the water to start it, you know, they were thirsty when they wanted to start, but if they have no hanoa in after the first sip, they should make a bracha chronum. Because the bracha chana is if a person drank a, a, the shear of liquid or a and he wanted to drink it. But if it, 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 halfway through, whatever it's going to be, so he, he no longer wanted to drink, so he wouldn't have to make a bracha chana. This is a bit hard to, uh, to assess exactly what the person's holding. Because if a person says he wants to drink, it's a bunch of, he doesn't keep making cheshmer every second. I'm still thirsty, I'm still thirsty. If he's not drinking a cup of water, drink a cup of water. We assume the holding because he was thirsty, and therefore, unless he knows for sure to the contrary, he would have to make a bracha chana. Now, there's, uh, there's two interesting stakes in this. Number one is, what's in the soda water? What's in the soda water? We say that's like regular water, and therefore, uh, it's, uh, you only make a bracha if you're thirsty. Or do we say, no, soda water is like a flavored water. And therefore, a person enjoys it, even if they're not thirsty. Now, there isn't really a flavor in soda water. You're just drinking the carbon dioxide, the gases. But is that something which makes it something enjoyable, even without a taste? You know, is that, is that like the kind of flavoring the water, which now gives the water a hanar and drinking or not? That's a makhlaikas question. Yeah, recently, you know, it's a great of famine. So, whatever you do, there's one to run out. In other words, if you're not there, if you're inside the water, would you make a bracha? Uh, that's the first option. Uh, the second question, this is an interesting question, because a lot of questions like wonder about it. And that is, that's I'm drinking something, not because I'm thirsty, but because I'm cold. So I want to drink hot water to warm me up. Or I'm hot. I want to cold water to cool me down. Now I'm not. I'm not. I'm not thirsty. I'm, it's just that I'm using the heat or the 
the coldness of the water, right, in order to feel better about it, is that considered a Hanasaguf? In the same way that just like a, a, a Hanasaguf is a Haivri, uh, which is a Rafana. He also is a Sophic in the first game. Um, what to do? Again, if a person if he's better and he's thirsty, then for sure. So if he's just doing it to prevent himself here, then it's not. It's not that. It's preventing a future problem. But right now he's only joking. But again, if a person is cold, you have a hot cup of water, it feels hot and warm inside. There is a hand that's like a child is like a brother. Sorry. If I enjoy it, no, if I'm enjoying it, then there's like a festival. So you have to shine it, that's exactly the shine it. You're not thirsty, but it's not. So there's that thing you can make a breath on, this is a soft. A few persons brings out and have a soft event. Okay, and in the same category of drinking things which don't give you pleasure and aren't being my sphere, is drinking black tea without sugar. What's that? If a person wants to drink black tea and no sugar, it's a flavor which you don't enjoy. So if, it's a, if you do enjoy it, then I'm asking with you. But if you don't enjoy it. Now why is this not good? You know, sometimes it's a halakha when it comes to fish, you know, keep a fish or whatever it is. If a person needs to drink, so say at least drink something you're not going to enjoy. But we consider that something which a person doesn't enjoy is not at least this is the rice. So in a case like that, so in a case like that, one would not have to make a brachona. Right? So we don't ship askins that drinking black tea, for example, with no sugar, is something that doesn't enjoy drinking. And I'm not talking about fruit tea. Sometimes fruit is the person would enjoy it. I'm talking specifically about uh, regular, uh, regular tea. So that's something that a person doesn't normally enjoy. And uh, therefore, if he doesn't enjoy it, he wouldn't make a broth on drinking. Um, if a person does enjoy black tea, then it's a different story. He's enjoying it. The same thing would apply to black coffee. Some people without sugar, without milk. Some people like black coffee. Right, so if you don't like black coffee, but so if you don't enjoy it, then I'm drinking it. Let's say you drink it long as you want to have a soft drink, you want to step in and you are tired, you're drinking black coffee you know, just as a way to keep yourself awake, let's say. Okay? If you're already not enjoying it, then I'm going to If it's something you do enjoy, or you can at least acquire a taste for it, then you'll make a profit. Which is not an interesting question. And then it's food that a person doesn't enjoy. Let's say I'm a, a kiddish and I'm socially precious to take a lechaim and drink whiskey and I really don't like the taste But I make a brachim or not. So it's the same shayim. Like a boys mahal, you don't make a brachim, you don't drink. The same boys to mahal that the mice, since it's, it is food, even if you personally don't enjoy it, but the mice is food and if you are hungry enough or thirsty enough, you drink it. So that's the case, it's not, it's not my favorite food, but the mice alone, I don't not consider it food. And in that case, there are things like this, like we said, black tea, black coffee. Whiskey, whatever I don't enjoy, but the mice is food. Then Rashaim was told, "Nazar's held." I would, I would make a bracha on it because, because the mice is for food. So we have a machlekes about this. Again, what if I'm not enjoying it? Not food. Um, same thing. I want to eat salt. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a food. If salt water is interesting. It's called a food. If I just wanted to like eat a spoon of salt for some reason, right, then that would be a small food. But when it comes to things which are food, like we said, the Makhluk in a case like these, cases like these, where he doesn't enjoy it, and it is food, that something has to make a brach on or not. It's the question of the day to argue about it. It's so, like Surah Yashiv and Shamzam and the Sakharadits and Ravazan. Uh, who, who's other? Uh, 
if the situation comes out, so the question is why are you doing it? In other words, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Something you don't deserve. Well, let's say in the previous case, like you mentioned earlier, someone's tired of it. Even better. I'll say something else. If you only drink more hot water, if you drink super cold, you drink just warm up. That's a democratic sort of growth. Same thing in this case. It's, it's, it's the first come up to date, like today. It's, it's, there's no after. If someone's looking at a guest at a house, they eat food just because they don't want it to sell to guests, but they really don't want to eat it, and they make a breakfast. They don't want it to sell to guests. We're talking about food, yes. We're talking about drinks. We're talking about drinks. We're talking about drinks. We're talking about food. We're talking about food. So if someone doesn't want to do work, they don't want to do it. No, no. Right. Now the next thing we're going to talk about is what about food that the person eating has medication? What about you? You need more than what about you? Medication. Does what medicine need about? Ah, yeah, right. It's doing something useful for me. It's making me better. So this break this into three categories. Firstly, a lot of medicines aren't food. They're not. Even though the mice are eating whatever antibacterial agents or. Uh, chemical compound that constructed to drink something in our body, that's not called food. And therefore most medicines in that nature are not are definitely not going to because not food. Now, what about medicines which are sugar coated? Right? Because or sweetened because it's easy it's more tasteful, so it's easier to deal with enough that it's one of them. So if I enjoy the taste I can make a bracha. I can anything with a good taste I can make a bracha. Even I'm not eating it for the taste, I'm eating it for the medicine. But the mice has a taste as well. Then I have to make a bracha on that. What about a medicine which is a food product? Um, things which that's our natural plant products, whatever it's going to be, but I'm eating it for medical reasons. It goes back to the same thing. If I like the taste, I make a bracha. If I don't like the taste, I won't make a bracha because it's not, I'm not eating it as food. I'm eating it for some other uh, nutritional value. And if that's the case, if, if I don't enjoy it, then I'm not going to make a bracha on it. But things which are, are not medicine, now I'm eating it to strengthen my body. Maybe someone tells me I need more better vitamin C, so it's hard to damage this. Or someone tells me I need more, I don't know, any other mineral or whatever it's going to be. So I'm eating food stuff which has a high percentage of that, then I'm eating regular food. I just chose to drink lemon juice today instead of orange juice because it has more vitamin C, whatever it's going to be. In cases like that, it's normal food. It's even if I'm doing it for a health-related reason, but the mind sits food and it gets normal drop. What about if a person's on a drip or an IV? Right, he's being fed through, or he's being fed through a feeding tube. In all these cases, and as possible, there's no broth. Even though he's getting the nutrients, sorry? Hash this, yes. Because you wouldn't make it, you wouldn't just like to make a broth for Shona for the same reason. And that is that the person's, uh, the broth is made on the way that the body is meant to work. If it's uh, something which is working with acid, it's happening by itself all the time. It's straining his, uh, it's straining whatever's in his body. Then yes, you would have to adjust the whole time. We're not even able to because it's a constant process. But it's uh, right. It's, it's uh, for other reasons too. It's not beginning and end. It's uh, once once that involves the muscle system of the person, so it's just the whole time things are purifying itself. The whole time it was it was being pure emptying itself. It's not going to that's that's a side. Therefore, when a person doesn't eat the normal way of eating, even though he's getting the nutrition, the mice doesn't make a block on that. That's what we say. In the mice, if he wants to be grateful to Hashem, he's being sustained, so say, I'm going to say somebody else. So, he can't make a block on that. Okay. 
Now, another question. What about if a person's forced to eat? It's not Pastor Cameron, the Cairns today, but whatever it is, uh, somebody puts a gun to my head and says, right, we're going to eat this right now. So, what's that? Does it make a brach or not? The Shukhanar said, you don't make a brach. You don't make a brach. Now, even though we said beforehand that if a person's eating something um, that night, that's one of them. If a person's forced, it doesn't make a brach. It's not Allah. Let's say a person is a khayla sheish pasakana, someone who's seriously sick, and the only food available to him which might cure him is something which isn't kosher. Or Sanyan Kippur, who is a khayla he has to eat. So in cases like that, the office does make a brach. Ask the question, what's the difference? In both cases, he's forced to eat. In this case, he's forced to eat because someone's holding a gun to his head. In this case, he's forced to eat because the man's sick. Yes. So why when it comes to someone forcing him, is he, does he not make a bracha? Whereas when it comes to the case where he's sick, he does make a bracha. So Mr. Burr basically says like this. Mr. Burr says that the difference is that in a case where somebody else is forcing him, he doesn't want to eat. Right? If, you, if you could get the guy to take the gun away, then you'd be much happier that he doesn't want to eat. If he doesn't want to eat, he doesn't make a bracha. Whereas in a case where he's sick, so now in the circumstance where he is, he made from his mind he does want to eat. This is the way to get better. It's not that the oinus is the eating, the oinus happened already, he's sick. And now in the situation where he's sick, he wants to get better. And that's the case, since now he wants to eat in order to get better, you have to make a bracha. In a case like that, normally, obviously, if a person is going to eat the dover is served, you shouldn't be doing that. But if a person is not eating, the fish should make a bracha. That's like the Gemara says about that thing, it's not being the bracha, it's making it an angle. But in the case of a person sick and I have a to eat to keep himself alive and to recover, so then he has to make a bracha too. Right? If a person eats in your kippah, normally a Russian eats in your kippah, they'll make a bracha, you just make it worse. But if a person sick and he has to eat in your kippah, then the Russian should make a bracha to bench as well. Right? Because now he's what he's meant to do, so he's doing the right thing. Right, so that's the, that's the Nakoda of um, when a person is forced to eat, the difference if he's, if he's forced by somebody on the outside. Or if he's forced by his health or whatever other reason it's going to be, and because he's not well, he has to he has to make a bracha. The the first one asked the question that halacha is that if, if, a, if someone else forces on to eat matzah, that's a dalseder. That's right? so you go to someone and say, right, you eat this matzah, that's oil. So eat the matzah, the it. Or he was forced to do it. So why is it different to the case over here where we say somebody's forced, he doesn't make a bracha? So the person with two answers is very interesting for me. The one answer is, when it comes to matters, is being a mitzvah. So, like, so even though it's, it's true he was forced to do it, but the master at the end of the day is happy to do it because he got a mitzvah. Like, whereas if somebody forced me to eat, right, I don't want to eat, and there's no mitzvah, I'll never have to eat that. It's not before, not after. That, that's the one answer. The other answer they say there is, that even though uh, if you force somebody to eat, to eat something, it's considered he ate it. So the halakhi, he didn't eat matzah, yeah, maybe he didn't want to, but the matzah, he did, right? But they don't do nechus brachas. Nechus brachas is making a bracha on something you want to do, and therefore if I don't want to do it, I don't make a bracha. Right, what's the difference between the two answers? The difference is, if a person forces somebody to eat, let's say, a piece of bread, he didn't want to, but he's forced to do it, naturally bench. Naturally bench. So if as far as, well, at the end of the day, it's a mitzvah, so then we should bench. So, okay, so at the end of the day, I, I, I did eat it because I ate some bread, and I can, I can, right now I can do a mitzvah bench and so the Achamayas will be having to do the mitzvah so he can still bench. And the reason is because and even if he wants to do something he doesn't want to do as far as the, as far as it's considered eating but he doesn't make brachas in that the same thing over here he wouldn't have to make a bracha he'd never want to eat. 
Some of you don't want to eat, you don't have to make brachas on. Now, the person has an interesting question. Listen to this. Right? If that's the case, if uh, I'm forcing my kids to eat, they don't want to. I tell you, you better eat something healthy today. So I'm dragging the tails and I'm forcing them to eat the vegetables. And they should make a brachas. Because they didn't want to eat them. Uh, it's true, I don't have to force them dramatically with a gun. But if I'm dragging them and forcing them, you better eat this. And I'm forcing them to eat something they don't want to eat, so how can I make a brachas on that? So it's an interesting thing. Somebody says, I don't know, maybe you should. But you might have committed what the force is. At the end of the day, you're supposed to do it. You didn't want to do it. So that's okay. So you should make a brachas. For those who say, the whole point of um, teaching kids to make brachas is chinuch. So right now, he doesn't want to eat his peas. But when he's adult, he will. So I'm a chanuchim for when he's older, then you should make a brachas. Okay, the next story. What about when he's... Two more cases. Two more things to talk about. Um, number one is, what's the law on food which is dangerous? Food which is dangerous, so if it's like common to eat it, so you should make a brah on it, because it's also things. Just like food which is also you can't make a brah on, food which is dangerous, which means it's like, it's like common to eat this, so then the halakha is don't eat it. So I'm doing it, it's a don't make a brah on that. So now here comes the question. Alright. What about something which is which is dangerous in the sense that it's high or fat content, high sugar content, high salt content, whatever it's going to be, right? These aren't healthy foods, and if you eat enough of them, it's going to be bad. What about a person who's drinking, right? Uh, too much alcohol is also dangerous. So in fact, I'm going to get drunk So what's the game? So we just said like this: there's some things which are only dangerous in excess. Too much of it is dangerous. A little bit's not dangerous. If that's the case, you can't say I can't make a bracha now. Because if, uh, I have to make a bracha on anything, even a taste, I have to make a bracha on. And if that's okay, no one's going to tell me that uh, a taste of uh, sugar or a taste of salt is dangerous. Right? It gets dangerous if it gets to very high, very high time over a long period of time. So, therefore, in order to make a bracha, the amount I need to make the bracha isn't something dangerous. So, therefore, there's nothing wrong with the. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I'm going to make a bracha on it. Right? Mashiach is something which even the mushroom is dangerous. Right? If that's the case, I shouldn't eat, even eating any of it is an Easter. If that's the case, I can't make a bracha. Now the question the first can ask is, let's talk about physically dangerous. What about those things which is halakhas is dangerous? Don't do it as a sakhana. For example, water which is left open overnight. Or food which is left under your bed. Or all the things which the halakha says are a sakhana, they're dangerous. Right? In case like that, if I decide that I'm not going to eat it anyway, should I make a bracha or not? So these things aren't as dangerous. If that would be the track, right? They would say 100% of the time of the Gemara, and these things are a sakana to eat. Then sure you don't make a bracha. It's a sakana, you're endangering yourself. The Zara says if a person drinks water which is left open overnight, right? Tama Barosha. If he dies, he can blame himself. The question is, and this is a big machlekas in the Rishonim already, do these things still have today? You know, the Gemara is talking in its time that these things are dangerous, either because uh, sometimes physically there were snakes around. You need water outside, you're going to get snakes in the middle. Which today we don't have so many snakes around. Or because they were, they were shadim and things like that. The shadim used to drink your water. And today we need the shadim alone. So there are a lot of shadim who have argued about that maybe these things don't apply to them. Right? Now, if that's the case, maybe it's not dangerous. So, Bavada is Kudai to be Mahmoud. Bavada is Kudai for a person to take these things into consideration and uh, therefore not eat them. But if a person is going to eat them, we can't say you don't make a bracha on it because there are enough shit as a whole today that maybe it's not as a kind of which way to make a bracha. Right. What's this account for sleeping? The Ruachra goes in the food. So again, we didn't have the Gemara for sure, you shouldn't eat it. It's a Lakhanadim. 
But today, all, again, the last shit is that maybe there's a tad that maybe there's not that today. So again, we wouldn't advise them to eat it. But if a person is eating it, we can't tell them don't make the bracha because in that dafkat, everyone agrees it's dangerous. Right. Last, last thing I'll talk about in the last minute, and that is uh, they ask a shayla, what happens if a chazan wants to swallow a raw egg? He wants to liberate the vocal cords. Right? He doesn't exactly enjoy the taste of raw eggs, but he likes it's helping his voice. Is it like a rough or not? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes because so for so it's food. Right? So he wants to eat it and it's good as now. It's something that's still nourish you. So you have the matter of the food that gives you the nutrients, whatever it is, it gives you the protein. So that's okay, so he has to make a rough on it. Okay, so those are the various cases we spoke about of the chidushim in Shaka. Obviously, the normal case of Shaka is any other food. That's not a chid, that's pasha. Right, anything which isn't in the Nagakari is going to be shaka, or that's the regular shaka, which we have to say. What spoke about today was the, the interesting halachas, or the acceptance of shaka, um, even these things, which otherwise we didn't, don't get a bracha, the cases where we do make a bracha, the bracha is going to be shaka.